Testing. Testing. Is this thing on? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Worst Mom Podcast. I am, of course, excited to be here, happy to be here. I missed you all. I'm sending you hugs and kisses virtually because, you know, hashtag COVID. I am sitting in my bathroom today, actually. We switched up the scenery because I needed a little bit more room, and also I'm hiding from my son because he is teething still, and it is very uncomfortable for me. It's very uncomfortable for me to be in his presence because he's very annoying right now. He's very needy, very whiny. If you've ever had a teething baby, just it's a no, immediately no, because Every, they're just in pain and I, my heart goes out for him. That's another reason I really prefer not to be around him because I'm like, oh my God, it's so hard to see you in pain and I'm trying to do everything I can to help him, distract him. But yeah, he is actually in a whole new form. He has taken up a whole new form of spawn that I have never seen before while teething. Camila never teethed this bad. Um, he's definitely the more fussy of my kids, so I am hiding from him. I'm hiding from him in my bathroom, and I'm doing a podcast. My sister is with him right now. She is visiting our house for the week, which we will talk more about later. And I figured we would just start out with, um, you know, some chat like we usually do. I'm going to keep it short and sweet today. I don't know if I said that already because I do have to, unfortunately, work for a living. So right after I film this podcast, I will be heading into work, and that is very sad. That's very unfortunate for me that I did not grow up rich. I just, I think that's a zero out of 10, zero out of a hundred. Why am I not rich? Why? Um, of course I'm rich in like all the stuff that matters in life, like health. And I know that I know that I'm rich in health and love and that's all great, but why not money? Why? Why not money? Why couldn't I have money so that I didn't have to go to work? Um, so that's the question I'm asking myself today. That's the question I'll be asking myself as I get dressed for work. Why the hell do I have to do this? Um, but nonetheless, one day, one faithful day, there will be a day where I do not have to go into work. I can work from my house with my kids, with my own business. But in the meantime, I do have to go into work. But I figured instead of talking about poor people like me, we should talk about rich people like Kim Kardashian. If you do not live under a rock and have a Twitter or an uh, um, an edition, a variety, was that the magazine that she was in this week? Um, you will know that she is under some controversy. Kim is under some controversy. Big surprise. Shocker. Shocker. And I'm actually a big Kim K fan. I, I love the Kardashians. Call me trash. Call me garbage. I don't care what you call me. I do. I am a fan of the Kardashians. And, um, Kim had me fucked up. Kim had me fucked up this week because if you, again, don't live under a rock, you know that she gave some advice to women in business. And I thought her advice was just a little abrasive. And here's how I feel because I'm a Gemini, so I always see both sides. I see both sides like Chanel, period, because I get it. I am a twin. I see how you can feel one way, but also feel another way and vice versa. When people say something, I can see how they would feel one way and also see another side. So here's how I feel about the Kim K controversy of late, where she told women to get their ass up and work, that she had the best advice for women in business, get your ass up and work. No one wants to work these days. Hmm, Kim. Hmm. Hmm. Kimberly. Kimberly Noel Kardashian. Do you really like, was that nice? 
Was that nice, Kim? No, that was not nice. And I could definitely see how, A, she doesn't care (laughs) to be nice. And that's how she truly feels. But B, I can also see how it's like just a little bit insensitive because what the fuck are you talking about? Get up and work. What the hell are you actually talking about? What are you talking about? It means no one, like, it seems like no one wants to work these days. Are you actually joking? Are you joking, love? What do you mean no one wants to work these days? Do you think we enjoy being poor? What, what, what are you talking about? No one wants to work. Millions of people want to work. Millions of people do work. The people who want to work are working. Kim, what are, you, what, what are you talking about? Who gets your coffee? Who gets your salads? Who cooks your dinners and your breakfasts? Who cleans your toilet? Not you. Those are people that are working. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So that's just like my first initial reaction. I was like, what is, what, what is she saying? And I just thought it was a little mean because like... That question was asked to give it like real insight to women, right? Like when I heard that question, I got so excited because I was like, oh my God, Kim K, one of like a really big business mogul, a business powerhouse, a women owned business powerhouse is about to give some solid advice to aspiring business owners, aspiring women business owners. Like, I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Like, I got giddy and excited. Like, you know, when you get that interview question that, like, really gets you going and really reels you in, like, that was it for me. And then she said that. And I was like, oh, wow, you're a bitch. You're being a bitch right now. You're not a bitch, like, permanently, but, like, you are acting as one at this time because why would you say that? Why, why would you say that? So I can definitely see why she's taking a hit here. But, but on the other, to- like, on the other side of the token, She's not wrong. Like, of course, the way to make it in business is to put the work in. But like, could you have said that nicer? Could could you possibly have like said that nicer? Because there's a lot of women, myself included, who are definitely trying to start up a business, definitely trying to make money of their own and stop working for someone and, or working for a corporation and are trying their hardest, but have to do that in the hours that they're not working for someone or working for a corporation because we have something called bills. Bills. Have you ever heard of it? Bills. And they have to be paid on time. And to do that, you need a paycheck. And to do that, you need to go to work for someone else that's not yourself. So it's a little offensive when Kim is like, just get your ass up and work. Like we are, we are working just not for ourselves at this time because we have to make money for our families. Like we are working. What are you talking about? So I definitely could see both sides of that, but it was just like, wow, wow, that was a slap in the face to working women everywhere who would like to make it in business, but are also working. So yeah, I just thought that was super hilarious. And I also thought it was super hilarious about no toxic work environments when um, I love the Kardashians and all, but I have seen stuff online, I'm sure everybody has, about their work environments and how they are toxic. And so that was hilarious. That was actually super funny, Kim. Great joke. Um, so that was my controversy of the week. Like, you know how we have a disrespect of the week? That was a controversy of the week because I just couldn't believe my ears. My ears were deceiving me. I couldn't believe my ears that that was the advice that Kim Kardashian had for working women in business, for women that want to make it in business, for women that want to be successful in business. Like, what a mean thing to say. But... I do think that that lit a fire in a lot of women across the world and that they are hustling harder than ever because Kim Kardashian said to. So 
you know, I see both sides. I see both sides. I get that she meant well and her advice was absolutely correct. If you're going to want something, you have to get up and work harder than you ever have before. But yeah, I definitely think she was, she's a little bit desensitized to reality and what the reality is for a lot of women in America right now, who a lot of women around the world right now who have given up careers to work in their home because of their kids, because of the pandemic, who in general just decided to be stay-at-home moms and give up their careers and are trying to build new ones and do lots of work around the home. And it was just, just super crazy that those words came out of her mouth. But nonetheless, we are moving on. And today I kind of wanted to touch upon a little bit of postpartum. And I do want to do like a full postpartum episode one day down the road um, with like a someone, a specialist, like in mental health, someone that can really give really solid advice on how to recover from postpartum because I'm, I'm not a doctor. So I don't want to give like medical advice regarding postpartum depression, but I did want to touch about upon it because another one of my favorite Kardashian Jenner's Kylie Jenner had a story on Instagram and it really inspired this podcast because she was saying that she is getting back to her normal life but she didn't want to do that without coming on stories and telling everybody that postpartum has been really hard for her and that it's okay not to be okay and I thought so she's actually Kardashian of the week we should have a Kardashian of the week every week it's going to be short-lived because there's only like seven of them but we should have a Kardashian of the week. And our Kardashian of the week this week is Kylie Jenner because you go, bitch. Yes, postpartum is actually tragic and actual garbage. And thank you for saying that because she very easily could have started like showing pics of her stomach and her lavish vacations and her mansion and her cute baby. And she didn't. She took a moment to sit down and actually, you know, be realistic. And I really do appreciate that. Um, in a world where not everyone is always being real all the time. And I thought that that was super awesome. So I wanted to touch upon postpartum, but not so much advice, but more so my experience so that if you are someone who has dealt with postpartum depression or is dealing with postpartum depression at this time, you just kind of know that you're not alone and can kind of compare, can contrast our situations and see like, wow, yeah, I am feeling that. Good to know it's normal or I haven't felt that good to know that that's something that I could expect if you are having a baby soon. So I definitely also did struggle with postpartum depression a lot like Kylie was saying and it was extremely hard for me because no one really talked the first time I had a baby I was 19 and no one really talked to me about postpartum depression right I had no idea what it was I had no idea what to expect. I just had an idea that like people say I would feel sad after the baby comes and that just didn't make any sense to me because why would I be sad after my baby comes? So I just kind of brush it off and I remember just being so angry and having mo- more so postpartum rage and that I did deal with that both times I more so than the postpartum depression what was manifesting more in me was the postpartum rage I was just very angry and very emotional and very sensitive so everything would offend me or make me super angry things that would normally like just kind of piss me off a little made me very angry Um, I didn't get violent thank god but I was furious all the time like fuming And I definitely felt that both times. So if you're someone who is feeling very angry and you just had a baby, that's probably normal. (laughs) 
And a lot of my anger the first time around, and I told Jared this a long time ago, was directed at Jared. Like, I really thought at one point, and this is like not even a joke, that I was capable of like really hurting him. I was like, I could really like stab him in the hand or something like if he says one mean thing to me because I just hate him right now. And I was really scared because I was like, oh my God, I just had a baby with this man. I can't stand the sight of him. I really can't stand any words that are coming out of his mouth. Everything that comes out of his mouth is just really, sounds really dumb to me. And like, he's not thinking before he's speaking. So I don't know what to do because now I just had a baby and I'm in it for 18 years with this guy and I can't stand him. And I was terrified because I was like, oh my God, did I just make the biggest mistake of my life? having a baby with this man who I literally can't look at and thankfully it did go away (laughs) it did go away um after a couple months after a couple weeks I'd say like four weeks or so but that was like really scary there for a second because I just didn't know if I could get over it and I didn't know that it was postpartum hormones and emotions manifesting in me I just thought it was my actual real emotions like towards this person and things that he he would say jokes that he would make because he's a very playful person um and that's something that I like about him and I have very thick skin so he kind of has like full autonomy to be as playful as he wants with me because like nothing gets to me really like really nothing I have a very short list of things that really just like don't joke like that and it's very short (laughs) um and he knows that so he was just being like his normal self And, you know, like joking, making fun. Or if we would watch a movie, I remember one time we were watching a movie. I forget the movie, though. But I think it was like Jessica Alba or someone really hot in it. And he just felt the need to to tell me, his like two-week postpartum girlfriend, that that woman was really hot. And I just thought I was going to prison. I thought I was going to jail that night. I was like, I, yep, mm -hmm, I'm going to kill him. I thought for 100%, I was like, I'm going to prison. My baby's going to grow up in the system because she will have no parents because I killed her father for saying that Jessica Alba is hot right now when my vagina really hurts from getting three stitches, pushing his baby out. That was just my thoughts at that time. And thankfully, everybody lived, but that's kind of like what was going on. And so that was really hard emotionally because I just felt very alone because I was not really in it with my partner. And that was a really big theme the first time around with the postpartum depression. Something that also manifested in me was the crying. I cried all the time, all the time. I was just constantly bawling Um, and not like in front of people. So it would mostly be at night. It would be when everyone's sleeping and I would just feel this overwhelming wave of sadness. And that's the only way I can explain it. Because while it was happening, the second time around, I was very aware of what was happening. Like, I knew, okay, I'm very sad right now. I know that this is postpartum. I know what's going on in my body. I'm not panicking. But I still felt the emotions of sadness. And I, was, and I remember thinking to myself, how can I explain this to other women when they're going through it? Like, feel these emotions right now, Alana. Try to see how you can explain it because like you're gonna have to tell people about this and warn them and the only thing I could come up with was like like I said like a wave of sadness like an overwhelming wave and you don't feel sad about anything in particular you're just sad about all the things like everything going on in the world the fact that there are like homeless people that exist the fact that you have a healthy baby and you're so grateful but there's other babies that aren't healthy Um, you know, just 
things that like you just start thinking of like anything that could possibly make you sad and it just all comes together in this giant wave and it goes whoosh and it just goes over your emotions and next thing you know you're just sitting in bed crying and had anyone had woken up and been like why are you crying I really wouldn't have had a reason it was just like I'm just sad like you know and that would happen um, multiple times a night multiple nights in a row probably for about two weeks I would just cry myself to sleep every night um and I was again the first time I did not know so that was also scary like not knowing about postpartum is actually terrifying because you feel all these things and you're like what is happening to me like is this who I am now because I don't know what's going on and the second time it was much easier mentally because I knew that I was just going through postpartum and I didn't have to freak out about am I crazy am I losing my mind is this who I am now like I know that it was I knew that I would get back to my normal self eventually so I just had to let myself feel the emotions and tell myself like this is not real this is not real you are not a sad person you are not depressed like this is not real this is not real so I had to actively be like fighting the depression the second time around whereas the first time I just went through it and was just scared the whole time like oh my god is this the new me so that would definitely be a piece of advice that I would give new moms. Again, I'm not a doctor, but research as much as you can about postpartum. Talk to women who have had babies. Get what they were feeling so that you are prepared for all aspects of it because you don't know how it's going to manifest. Like I said, I always, the second time around, I actually did research, but I didn't research postpartum rage because I didn't think that that was a part of it. And then when I did start feeling so angry the second time around, I did more research and I was like, oh my God, this is why I'm angry. And this is why I was angry the first time. I had no idea about postpartum rage and I had no idea that that was connected to me being postpartum. So research is going to be your best friend. That would be something I would definitely say. And one thing I can say is that if you are going through this right now, it will go away. Um, it will go away. If you feel like it's not going away, get help find a professional that you can talk to a professional sometimes talking to other women is great but what you what you're really going to need to heal and co combat this is professional help and that is like my second piece of advice definitely get some professional help after you research if you feel like yeah I can't do this by myself or I can't combat these thoughts by myself these feelings they're overwhelming me they're overtaking me they're affecting my relationships with my kids with my family definitely seek the professional help and I definitely want to do an episode with a professional to give more advice on how to deal with this but this is just something that was on my heart this morning as I saw Kylie's stories yesterday talking about her journey with postpartum and it's so hard it is so hard mentally physically I thankfully the second time around again I didn't deal with body issues and not really my first time either I think you know my body was really like the last thing on my mind. Like I just didn't care at that point, um, which also may not be good, but I just didn't could care less what I look like because I was just so mentally and emotionally drained. I didn't even have it in me to care about what I look like. The second time around, it was harder because I did not bounce back really at all. And my body was definitely more damaged by Cruz's pregnancy, which is my second pregnancy. I have a lot more stretch marks that are now permanently on my body everywhere. He really, with lack of a better word, he really fucked me up. So um, it was a little bit harder with body image this time. But I, again, I just don't have the time to care. I will just one day become rich and get it all fixed 
in Miami. Like I have no choice because I really have no time to even care about my body right now. But that could be something that you struggle with as well if body image is super important to you. So keep that in mind. And that is pretty much it. That's really what was laying on my heart this week, you guys, is just feeling like I had to let people know they're not alone. Just like Kylie was feeling like, oh, I really have to tell people that you're not alone and that this is normal. I was feeling the same thing after hearing her talk and really wanted to get it down and recorded while it was still fresh in my mind because Cruz is seven months old. So I still remember super vividly how I was feeling after he was born. So that is really what I wanted to talk about today. I told you I was going to keep it short and sweet, but if you also dealt with postpartum, please DM me, please message me. Let's talk about it. If you feel like you're dealing with it and need someone to talk to, I am totally down to talk about it in more detail of my experience. And I think um, what I also wanted to mention is how I dealt with it along with giving myself positive thoughts. Jared and I, the second time around, had a really amazing conversation and he was really a big hand in dealing with my postpartum depression because I, again, I had told him how I felt the first time and how I really couldn't stand him and all that stuff. And he was shocked. And he said, this time I don't want that to happen. Like, please, for the love of God, please talk to me and tell me anything that you'll need, anything that you're feeling. If there's anything that I can do different, please tell me. And by him having that conversation with me, it was life-changing because I was like, oh my God, I feel very supported. I feel like I can say anything and he won't get offended. Whereas if we had not had that conversation, it would probably be hard for me to hear like, I need you to stop talking. Like, I need you to not talk to me right now. I need you to just shut up and not joke around and not be yourself. But because we had that conversation, I could say those things. And he really understood where I was coming from. So whoever your support system is, it doesn't have to be your partner or the man you're having a baby with, um, or if you're a partner listening, just whoever you are or whoever you're having a baby with, have that conversation, letting them know like everything, anything goes right now. Like that we are going to be an open forum. We're going to be here for you. We're going to talk about this. Anytime you're feeling something like it's an open forum, no one will get offended. Like we're going to talk about it. And another thing that he did was ask me every single day, multiple times a day, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? Are you doing okay? How's your day? How's your mind? How are you doing? And it was really helpful to just talk about it. So that's another piece of advice. Please have open communication with the people that you are having kids with or will be raising these kids with, whether it's your family or your partner, whoever, don't forget to have those conversations. So that is it for today's episode, you guys. I'm going to move on to my disrespect of the week. And I told you we'd touch upon my sister visiting. She is here visiting for a little bit of time. Um, She's here for her spring break. She actually drove up from Florida to be here with us and spend time and see the kids. And I'm so, it's actually been amazing having her here. Me and my sister get along super well. She's super funny. And um, I love having her here, but it's actually hilarious because she is watching the kids this week. And I'm observing her being a mom. <laughs> and she's that person that's like not totally sold on having kids either. So it's extra hilarious watching her be a mom. So um, she's doing amazing at it. She's actually really good at it. Natural born like caregiver. But it's super funny because she looks insane. Like she's walking around the house like all her clothes are stained. Her hair hasn't been combed like in two days. <laughs> I think last night was her first shower and she's been here like two days. So it's just hilarious because she's been doing everything for me, like trying to cook, clean up, watch the kids so I can just work and rest and relax. And she looks awful. (laughs) So 
I just thought it was so funny, like the outside looking in, like, wow, this is what I look like every five seconds of every day. I just look a hot mess and it's, it feels so relieving to know that it could happen to anyone and it's not just me. <laughs> it feels so good to know that anybody who deals with my kids for more than two hours it looks like this. So I love having her here, but she's also going to be my disrespect of the week. All that to say that she is my disrespect of the week because I was like, Alexa, you're here. She's like, can I film a podcast with you? I'm like, of course, it'd be so fun to have you on the podcast. And it went awful. It was awful, you guys. It was awful. She didn't listen to anything I said. We went through and we made notes because you guys know I do notes before every episode. She didn't listen to anything I said. She was going off on people who decide to have children when this is a literally a parent podcast. And she was just on another level. She was just on another level and not doing anything I said. So Alexa, fuck you. This is our disrespect of the week because you wanted to try me while we were filming our podcast. And girl I will slap you like period so we actually are gonna film a podcast together though um I just have to get a few more tools for my computer because I was trying to use two mics and it was not working that's all actually the only reason why she's not on the podcast today but hopefully this week while she's here we will film one for next week no promises but that is the goal but yeah my sister is disrespectful and she also brought her dog here she also brought her dog here which she did mention that she was going to do but I completely forgot and Benny is a menace. He is He's actually a really good dog, but he just has a lot of energy. And so she let him out for a walk and he proceeded to run around the whole neighborhood and go to our neighbor's backyard, which our neighbors are not friendly. So that was interesting because she had to run in their backyard looking like a psychotic animal because like I said, she was watching the kids all day and get the dog. So now I'm just waiting for the police to come and arrest us all for trespassing. That's all I'm saying. So that is our disrespect of the week. Alexa and Benny, you guys suck. Get the fuck out. Um, no, I'm totally kidding. I love having my sister here. I told her I'd pay her to move here to be my full-time nanny and she's thinking about it. So all I have to do is get a fourth and fifth job <laughs> so that I can afford to have her here, but it would be worth it because I love having her here. But she's absolutely 110% the disrespect of the week. And that is today's episode, you guys. I'm sorry it was so short and sweet, but I hope that you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to leave me a comment down below. Leave me a review. Don't be stingy. Five stars. I will find you. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow me on Instagram, and I will see you guys on the next one. Bye!